The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Okay, good, good evening, everyone. I'd like to call to order uh, the Monday, May 17th, 2021, uh, regular uh, city council meeting. Um, and I will invite the city clerk to do a roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor Garrett, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Uh, here uh, from Oakland, uh, Lather Village, uh, Michigan, Oakland County. Council Member Ferguson. Uh, here, um, Palm Beach County, West Palm Beach, Florida. That's a lot to write. Okay, I'm sorry. Council Member Siddiqui. <laughs> here, Lathrop Village, Oakland County, Michigan. And Council Member Stallings. Mayor Pro Tem, you have a quorum. Okay, and then uh, Mayor Mayor Garrett will be joining us. She's having technical difficulties. Okay. Um, so we'll go ahead and we'll we'll start with the uh, pledge allegiance. Uh, I pledge a pledge allegiance to the, to the flag, flag of the United, United States, States of America, America and, and to, to the, the republic, republic for which it which stands, stands, one nation under God, under God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. all. Okay. Um, uh, we'll go next go for a motion for approval of the agenda and I'll make the motion since I was supposed to make some changes here. Um, so I'll make a motion to approve the agenda with the following changes. Um, section section 10, which is the public hearings, both of those public hearings uh, I'm proposing we uh, take off of the agenda. The budget session uh, will be due to uh, notification requirements. Uh, we can't hold that today, and we're going to hold hold that meeting at 6 p.m. on on Tuesday, May 25th. And then the capital improvement uh, plan public hearing is not necessary, as we already have the public hearing for that uh, through the planning commission. So I'm um, proposing that we take those two off the agenda, and then also action item D, which was the adoption of the budget, which again will take place uh, on on the 25th. And I believe that's it. So do we have a second? Second. Second. Uh, roll call, please. Roll call, Council Member Ferguson. Yes. Mayor Garrett, did you make it in yet? Mayor Garrett. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Siddiqui. Yes. Motion carried. Okay, next we have a uh, presentation from our state representative, uh, Ms. Bolden. Um, is, is she on? I am. And um, I know last time I presented, I had some technical issues. So hopefully you guys will be able to hear me okay. Um, you hear you great. Yes, yes. Is it okay for me to start? I'm sorry, I kind of hopped in. <laughs> go, go for it. All right. Well, good evening uh, and thank you for having me and thank you to this honorable uh, body. Um, this is a part of my quarterly updates that I give to um, the five communities um, that are in the 35th House District of which I represent as your state representative and I am Kyra Bolden. 
Um, and so I just want to start out with my contact information. Uh, please go to housedems.com slash Bolden. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can also email Kyra Bolden at house.mi.gov um, for any questions, comments, or concerns. Um, want to start off with um, this week has, or this past week has been busy um, with budget. Um, and I know if anybody has been following closely to the budget, you probably had some questions which we can answer in more detail. Um, but this year's house budget um, would um, effectively uh, kind of, I don't know, defund a lot of our departments. And so uh, we as House Democrats introduced a lot of amendments which did not pass. Um, and we anticipate that this week, uh, we will force the House and the Senate to go into a conference to reconcile our very different budgets. So the House has been proposing quarterly budgets, while the Senate has been proposing yearly budgets. And we can all imagine how problematic quarterly budgets are. Um, so we introduced um, amendments such as to undo the 75% budget cut to DHHS, to Eagle, to the AG's office, to Secretary of State, to Leo, to Treasury, to Laura, to the Department of Insurance and Financial Services and to the Department of Education. Um, they're proposing some really significant cuts there. Um, they propose cutting futures for frontliners and the Michigan Reconnect program. We introduced an amendment to restore the funding that was uh, denied. Uh, we, introduced or we introduced an amendment to strike partisan language, uh, which prohibits the mailing of absentee voter applications in one of our budgets. Uh, we introduced um, uh, an amendment to restore funding to support farmers in the Double Up Food Bucks program that was uh, cut from the budget as well. Uh, we introduced an amendment to outfit all state troopers with body cameras and expand police recruitment and training grants. That was not adopted. Uh, we, uh, we proposed an amendment to invest in Michigan's broadband infrastructure that was not adopted. Um, and finally, um, something I spoke about on the House floor, and if you follow me on social media, um, at Kyra H. Bolden, uh, you, have, uh, you would have seen my speech, but it was to fund efforts to reduce um, racial health disparities. And so I spoke on the House floor about how important it was to, um, to have dedicated funding for an Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion uh, within our Michigan Civil Rights Department, um, just to make sure we're taking an, an eye to um, health disparities that were all that were there, but definitely were exacerbated through COVID. Um, that amendment was not adopted, but you can check out my speech on my uh, social media. Again, it's Kyra H. Bolden. Um, Today is the tax deadline. If you didn't uh, file your taxes, uh, get on it. <laughs> uh, your our taxes are due. Um, just a couple other things. Uh, there's a new uh, COVID emergency rental assistance program. Please email my office if you are having trouble um, with rental assistance. And so um, this is a federally funded program available through MISTRA to help Michigan tenants facing pandemic related hearts hardships avoid eviction and it also ensures landlords can recruit a recoup old rent uh, which has been a, a dual problem uh, during the um, pandemic of which Mishta um, is trying to assist with 
Um, every month, my office does a frontline worker of the month and a business, a local business of the month. If you want to propose a frontline worker or a local business to highlight, please go to housedems.com slash bolden slash tribute. Uh, we want to hear from you to highlight some um, great businesses and great frontliners. Uh, we also started our Youth Advisory Council and our Adult Advisory Council. And what that does is just help me keep my fingers to the pulse of what's happening in the community. And we're very excited um, to be doing that. This summer, uh, we will be doing some legislative door knocking and calls. Uh, one complaint um, that I, I hear over and over again is that we only see you during election time. Well, that is not true for your state representative, uh, Kyra Bolden. Uh, we'll be coming straight to you to make sure you have a resource pamphlet so that you know how to contact our office and where you can get a list of resources um, because there are a lot of seniors in isolation. There are people that just honestly feel uncomfortable reaching out for help. So we're coming to you. And if you want to help us get the word on the community about different resources, please email my office, Kyra Bolden at house.mi.gov. We would love your help to get the word out to the community about our resources that we have available. Uh, we are consistently working through our unemployment cases overall for our office we had about 714 total cases and we have 656 resolved so we are working through uia and we're working very diligently to make sure that you get every dollar um, that you are deserving of um, through the pandemic so if you have any questions um, about uh, unemployment please email the office kyra bolden at house.mi.gov uh, we'll be happy to um, contact UIA on your behalf and help you work some through some issues that some folks are having. Um, let's get back to normal, right? Uh, so the governor has released a plan of when we can get uh, back to normal through vaccinations. And at 55%, um, which we are at now, it allows for in-person work for all sectors of business. At 60%, we can have increases in indoor capacity for sports stadiums, for conference centers, uh, for gyms, and for it lifts the curfew on restaurants and bars. At 65%, it will lift all indoor capacity limits requiring only social distancing between parties and further relaxes limits on residential social gatherings. And at 70%, we can get uh, back to normal, it lifts all restrictions on gatherings and in a complete face mask order, which we know the CDC has um, come out with a recommendation that those who are fully vaccinated do not have to wear masks. If we get to 70% of all Michiganders vaccinated, um, it will completely list, lift the mask uh, mandate for those who are not vaccinated. Um, and we, um, I'm sorry, vaccinations are very accessible in our community. Um, Beaumont is doing walk-in vaccinations off of Northwestern and Loster. Uh, we have vaccinations at the Southfields uh, Municipal Building through Ascension. And so they're really accessible right here, close in our community. If you have any questions about how to obtain a vaccine, again, please email my office. I can give you a list of vaccination sites um, that can be nearest to you. I want to acknowledge that May 15th was National Armed Forces Day. So thank you to our armed forces. May 31st is Memorial Day and May is Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month and May is also Jewish, Jewish American Heritage Month. Um, so I want to acknowledge those holidays. 
um, working on a lot of things, um, mostly surrounding criminal justice reform. Um, and but I just want to encourage everyone if you're able to I have a monthly coffee hour um, that I do jointly with uh, Senator Moss. And um, we also have quarterly town halls. Our next town hall is about saving our democracy. So we're gonna have the Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson. We're gonna have voters, not politicians. We're gonna talk about gerrymandering. We're gonna talk about voter suppression and what we need to do in order to make voting more easy and accessible for folks. And so please sign up for my newsletter. That information will be in there. Again, you can sign up at housestems.com slash bolden. Um, it's an honor and a pleasure to uh, represent you in the Michigan House. Want to be as helpful to you as possible. Again, thank you so much to this honorable body for um, allowing me some time to give you an update. And that concludes my uh, presentation. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. And I um, appreciate you coming by. I have a couple of um, things that I wanted to bring up while we had you here. One is um, one from my family personally. Uh, I really want to thank you for being a uh, co-sponsor. I think you're a co-sponsor on the uh, Michigan Legislative Black Caucus in the fight against sickle cell, um, sickle cell disease. And um, I know that, you know, it passed, uh, well, unanimously through the Senate, but I know that now there is a uh, fundraising effort because you have to raise, I think it was $90,000. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be a, a Michigan state license plates which as everyone here knows, and you know that the sickle cell is very uh, near and dear to my heart. So I do want to say to you, anything that I can do or whatever we can, um, I can be a part of for that, I will, you know, help. I thank you for that. Um, the other one is, uh, I don't know if uh, my co-counsel knows, but when I was discussing the Crown Act last Monday, I think it was, mm -hmm. um, uh, Representative Bowden is, uh, are you a co-sponsor on that also? Absolutely. So she's the co-sponsor. She actually is the person that brought it to my attention. And so I just took it and uh, decided to run with it. So it will be, I don't know if you knew it, it's going to be introduced in Oakland County on the 27th. And then after um, they do the introduction on the 27th, we'll be doing it here. So I would love for you to be the um, there for both, if possible, just to explain. Absolutely. And I, and just a little anecdote, too, about the sickle cell. Um, there was actually an appropriation in the budget as well that was um, that was stripped out. Um, of course, of course. So, uh, we are diligently fighting to make sure that um, important programs uh, or important research um, are fully funded in our budget. And so I just wanted to highlight again, just let you know that I'm fighting for these very important issues. And um, if you want to know other things that I'm working on, I don't want to, you know, capitalize on your meeting, but I'm happy to discuss any pieces of legislation um, or any votes that may have, uh, you know, been confusing to you. Happy to discuss that. But, um, and thank you, Mayor Garrett, for um, the food drive. Um, I heard a, a lot of great things about that and keep up the good work um, feeding make, making sure that those in our community um, have access to food it's, it's very important and not everybody will um, you know say that they're in need we just need to have resources available um, so again um, thank you to this honorable body if I can answer any additional questions uh, feel free to ask or email. 
I'm going to actually email you um, because there was something that came up today when I was talking with the city administrator, and I think our police chief would um, also chime in, so maybe we should just send you an email, but it's, it's regarding the bond laws, um, which I thought, you know, was really great about uh, adjusting the cash bonds. Um, mm -hmm. But when I heard there was a little loophole in it today, um, really um, caused some um, tension, I guess, for me. And that was the fact that it, it appears, and Scott, please, um, um, Chief McKee, please jump in if you can not tell what happened, but tell <laughs> in a way that it was the bond for what happened was excruciatingly low for someone that was a felon and, you know, um, also, I'm trying to think of what the, what the act would be called. There was a felony in what they were doing. Do you know what I'm talking about, Chief McKee? I do, I do believe I, I know what you're talking about. And let's just say it was a, a, a violent uh, felony. And unfortunately, um, this subject uh, got a, a, a really low cash bond uh, and just, just kind of disheartening for, for the frontline workers that do, you know, go above and beyond and, and put their life in danger. And then unfortunately these, uh, these folks got a low cash bond. It's just, uh, again, it's just tough to deal with. So I just found out about it today. So, I mean, um, I'll, I'll get in contact with your office to discuss it more. Cause I really, I mean, I don't know what I can do or what we can do to discuss it, but I just wanted to, uh, put it in your ear to let you know about it, that I'll be reaching out to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for putting that on my radar and I look forward to um, additional conversations. Hey Kyra, one thing I wanted to say um, in your meetings with, with, as you have your coffee hours and open houses and stuff, town halls, whatever, mention to your business constituents to keep an eye out for like tax benefits, specifically the employee retention credit. Cause I think I'm a CPA. Just tell them, talk to your CPA, see if you qualify. It could mean significant dollars. I don't know if you've already mentioned this to your businesses that you know, but I think it would help all of us in the community for the businesses to, if they're qualified to take advantage of that. So employee retention credits. Absolutely. And thank you for highlighting that. And we can put that um, as a part of our next e-news. So we can blast it out to all of our constituents, a lot of whom own businesses. So thank you so much for highlighting that. So thank you. I appreciate it. I know that you are a busy woman and um, we so appreciate you being here. So anything that, uh, again, that I can do to help, uh, please let me know. Thank you so much. Mayor Garrett, before um, Representative Bolden leaves, I just also wanted to thank her for participating, agreeing to participate as a panelist on our Juneteenth celebration day on June 19th. So thank you for participating. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, thank you. You have a good one. No, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. Um, so moving to the consent agenda. All these um, items under the consent agenda, agenda are routine and I did not give where I was from. So um, Madam Clerk, just to say I'm calling in from Lathrop Village, Michigan in Oakland County, just before you ding me. No, I wouldn't do that, but thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, who would like to make the motion for the consent agenda? Yeah, I'll make a mo okay. I'll make a motion for the consent agenda uh, to approve the consent agenda with items A and B, the city council meeting uh, notes on April nineteenth, and I think one of one of those is the study session, one of those is the city council meeting. 
but not item C because I do have a correction on item C. So you're pulling that one out? Yeah. Pulling that one out, yeah. Okay. Second. It's been moved and second. Um, is there any discussion? Well, hearing none. Um, can you do roll call, please? Yes, roll call. Uh, Mayor Garrett? Uh, yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Council Member Siddiqui? Yes. And Council Member Ferguson? Yes. Thank you. So um, I'm assuming we, we discuss it now for the yeah. um, the minute city council budget study session. So go ahead, Bruce. Yeah, so on, on page uh, 18 of the packet, uh, item D, uh, it, it, the last sentence in that main paragraph says if the applicant doesn't score 70%, that should be 85%. The, the, the yeah. sentence before that, rec, you know, notes the, the change from 70 to 85, but then- Oh, the gotcha, last yeah. Is, yeah. Okay, thank you. And that's all I had. So I'll, I'll make a motion to uh, approve the city council budget study session, May 3rd minutes. Second. Is there any further discussion regarding it? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. And Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried for the May 3rd budget session minutes with the cor noted correction. Thank you. Next up is the monthly disbursement report for April 2021. Uh, I'll make a motion to approve the April disbursement reports for a, a grand total of $703,074.39 comprised of uh, various funds, including the general fund, uh, which amounted to about $396,000, major road fund, $13,000, $23,700 in the local road fund, $7,500 in the capital fund, uh, $34,000 in the downtown development authority, and 228,000 228, in the water and sewer fund. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion regarding any of them? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Council Member Siddiqui. Yes. Council Member Ferguson. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. And Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, I need to um, move back, and I'm sorry I didn't catch this before for item 6C. Um, it's the city yeah. council budget study session. Should this still be showing that it's a draft or should we take the draft out? I'll take the draft out once it's it's been approved. So once I publish it on the website, I'll remove the draft. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Um, next up is going to be the departmental reports. Uh, I'll make a motion to approve the department reports. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Um, Mayor, I just want to mention that, especially under the police department, there are a number of reports that um, um, each of you have asked for. So it's worthwhile to take a look at those um, in particular. Um, thank you for reminding me of that because there was something on here that I did want to talk about. And I was moving too fast. There was, um, where is this? I appreciate the warning violations. The um, 
I'm so sorry, my background. The um, warning violations at the spreadsheet. Um, it kind of gives you a clearer understanding, at least for me, of where most of the issues seem to be coming in at. And then that last one about um, on page 67, I'm thinking that we need to, um, um, I'm sorry if you heard all that, but um, something, well, regarding the signage for the no parking 3 a.m. to 6 a.m., one, um, I had a conversation with one of our newer residents in which I believe this is not it. Yes, it is it. Um, so uh, not having the signs where you can find them. I know that happened to me 14 years ago of getting a ticket for parking on the street. So I know that that's something we can discuss later, but I appreciate the reports. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. I do want to Sounds mention, good. this used to been my experience that the no parking or the parking limitation signs tend to be at the borders of a community um, and not necessarily throughout. Um, but we do have the welcome packet for new residents, which includes um, some of that information and the citizens directory. New residents, so. Well, I mean, you know, and I think it is in there, but being conscious of to know who's moving in to get those package to, packages to them. You know, I, I don't, I'm not saying I know what we should do, mm -hmm. but I know that um, I noticed on here and then actually talking to a resident today about it. Um, I don't know. So, but I appreciate the, the reports. So that's all I have for that. Anyone else have anything about the police reports or any other reports? No. Hearing, hearing none. Um, roll call, please. Roll call. Council Member Ferguson. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. And Council Member Siddiqui. Yes. Motion carries. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, now it's time for public comment for items on the agenda. Speakers are limited to three minutes. Um, is there anyone that is in the audience that would like to um, have a comment on items that are on the agenda? I'm gonna assume that there are not. So we'll move on and we are going to be rescheduling the public hearing. This doesn't really need to be a motion or anything like that, does it? So. No, there does, doesn't need to be a motion. There'll be a new notice that's published, but for anyone that did attend uh, this evening, we intend to make comments on the public hearing for the budget. Uh, that will be May 25th at 6 p.m. So skipping down to action items, which would be the capital improvement plan for 2021 2026. Am I looking at the right thing? Yep. Oh, okay. So you have in your um, agenda packet the recommendation from the Planning Commission in regards to the capital improvement plan for 2021 to 26. And I believe they had recommended something in the area of um, 300,000 for the capital acquisitions. So relative to some of those items, we did make some staff made some recommendations for some modifications. 
So the action for you today um, would be to receive the recommendations from the Planning Commission and approve the recommended amendments from the City Administrator in the adoption of the Capital Improvement Plan for 2021 to 2026 as presented. I make a motion to receive the recommendation from the Planning Commission and approve the recommended amendments from the City Administrator in the adoption of the capital improvement plan for 2021-2026 as presented. Second. Still moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Council Member Siddiqui? Yes. And Council Member Ferguson? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next uh, action item is a consideration for approval of the Downtown Development Authority DDA fiscal year 2021 22 budget. Yeah. Hi. Uh, so, uh, we have the DDA has uh, we're anticipating slightly higher revenues than last year, but not quite as high as uh, 2019, um, which got a fairly significant bump, as we discussed um, from the addition from Michigan First Credit Union. So uh, we're anticipating revenues of approximately 305,000 Our thanks. Our, uh, our expenditures are in line with, uh, with, that, with that revenue amount. So we have a balanced budget. Um, we will be approving or considering at the meeting on the 21st, a fund balance policy, and uh, which will then allocate uh, 750,000 towards the future Southfield Road project and another 91 for operating expenses. Uh, also, as you may recall, during the fall, we, uh, the executive committee uh, worked out, um, worked out some details for a cost sharing arrangement with uh, the city for uh, services and expenses. So those costs are reflected or those, yeah, those costs are reflected in this budget um, and includes items such as uh, part or code enforcement. We're splitting the cost of the full-time code enforcement officer. Uh, this will this also uh, sorry covers expenses related to the maintenance of 696 service drive, uh, snow plowing, mowing, uh, weeding, etc. We're covering a significant portion of the planning consultant. Uh, monthly retainer fees. We've got additional streetscaping, um, our main street programs, and we're really just continuing forward with uh, much of what we started last year and the year before. So um, happy to answer any questions you may have. No questions, but I will adopt the DDA fiscal year 2021-22 budget with the approved modifications and incorporate into the City of Lathrop Village's overall fiscal year 2021-2022 budget. Second. You're on mute, Kelly. 
Thank you. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? There none. Roll call, please. Roll call. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Siddiqui. Yes. Council Member Ferguson. Yes. And Mayor Garrett. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next, we have a fiscal year 2021-22 rate and fee schedule. Uh, yes, so I'll take this one. I'll start off. Um, so city staff has been working uh, to uh, really refine and uh, make sure that we're effectively implementing all of the uh, Chapter 18 business licensing um, items that are outlined in the ordinance. As uh, part of this review, we, uh, we realized that our fee schedule or our fees for our commercial and rental licensing are not in alignment with uh, what is spelled out in the ordinance. This may be a simpler form. Um, we currently charge uh, $75 pre-occupancy, $100 post-occupancy, and this is applied uniformly to residential and commercial properties, uh, single and multi-tenant. So, uh, we've looked at additional, or we've looked at our surrounding communities uh, to really see what they do in terms of one, differentiating between residential and commercial, and then how they structured their fees. Uh, we also discussed with our building official and the inspectors to make sure that the fees that we're proposing will cover their inspection costs and any administrative costs that are also incurred as part of um, the scheduling and processing of, of our applications. So uh, what you have here would um, would do just that. And uh, like I said, cover those expenses and costs associated with the rental licensing. And um, if you choose to adopt it, it, would go into effect on July 1st. Thank you. Who would like to make the motion? I can make the motion that the city council hereby resolves to amend the rate and fee schedule to include the annual registration and fee schedule for commercial and residential rental property as presented, effective on July 1st, 2021, in the fiscal year 2021 22 budget. Second. Second. Is there any discussion, any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Council Member Siddiqui? Yes. Council Member Ferguson? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. And Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, and then did we already make the motion to adjust? Um, yes. Okay, thank mm -hmm. you. Um, so we're gonna be going down to the recommendations for the 2022 road projects. Yeah, I can introduce this one. So in our in our last uh, uh, council meeting, uh, I presented the recommended recommended roads for 2022 uh, for that construction season, um, but we needed to act on it, and we we didn't we mistakenly didn't act on it during uh, during the meeting. So just real real quickly, just a review. Um, you know, the engineering work for 2022 needs to occur 
this this summer before the, the snow. So we needed to make our the infrastructure committee needed to make our recommendations. We recommended 2.24 miles of road. Um, I'll just read them very quickly. Uh, La Crosse from Bloomfield to Santa Barbara, Glenwood from Santa Barbara to Bloomfield, Saratoga from Bloomfield to Sunset, Cambridge from Santa Barbara to Bloomfield, San Rosa from Southfield Road to the city line, uh, Wiltshire from Southfield Road to the city line, uh, East California from Southfield Road to Southfield Road, uh, Lathrop Boulevard from uh, Southfield Road to Coral Gables, Rainbow Court from Rainbow Drive to Rainbow Court, uh, El Dorado Place from Middlesex to uh, Rainbow Drive, and then Cambridge from Southfield Road to uh, Lathrop Boulevard. So these these streets were chosen uh, by our, our both our project and, and city engineer. Um, they based on uh, engineering concerns, minimizing disruption and, and lowering costs. So they made the recommendation to the committee so that we would have an unbiased recommendation as they have no idea, you know, in terms of resident concerns, city politics and so forth. They're just basically making the recommendations based on the, the actual conditions of the street. The uh, infrastructure committee accepted that recommendation. And we made the recommendation to uh, council. Um, Basically, for for that season or for 2022, um, most all of the roads are full reconstruction roads. These are the most expensive category of of uh, of road repaving, and it was felt by the engineers that we should try to do a majority of those together in one season. And by doing that, we should be able to get a good rate uh, due to and discount due to uh, uh, volume of scale, um, and. Uh, also, the, the, the choice, other factors that went into the, the choices, um, there was one full reconstruction road on uh, south of 696. So uh, while they were going to have to mobilize over there, uh, they figured they would do the other two eligible roads uh, that were in the, the southern sector. So um, those three roads uh, got, got chosen. And then there were two streets, Wiltshire and San Rosa, that had sections where the water mains are being done this year. Um, so their streets need to be done the, the subsequent year. Uh, there were other factors as well, but I won't, I won't go into the details. Um, uh, you guys have probably read it and I presented it last time. So that's, that's the, um, the gist of it. So we're making the recommendation for 2022. Thank you. And there's nothing that we actually have to um, accept and see that. No, we actually have to, we have to actually approve the recommendation. That's what, okay. that's what we failed to do last time. All righty. Oh, here it is at the bottom. I'm sorry, reading is fundamental. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll make a motion to approve the uh, infrastructure study group recommended streets for the construction season of 2022. Second. It's been second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Council Member Ferguson. Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. And Council Member Siddiqui? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, next, we will have the action request for consideration of approval, the comprehensive plan, the release of draft for 63-day review period. I'll start and Susie can pick up where I left off for Scott. And this was also considered by the Planning Commission, and it, it includes information also from the Capital Improvement Plan, but more specifically, it talks about our planning policies, land use plan, zoning, and the implementation plan. 
So as part of the requirements um, from the state ordinance for the Michigan Planning Enabling Act, the, um, the Planning Commission makes a recommendation to the City Council. Council then um, lets this open, opens it up for public review for the 63-day um, period. And then the calendar for the rest of the steps are shown on your screen, hopefully. Um, the Planning Commission will then have a public hearing on July 20th and then it will come to council for a resolution for approval. She covered everything magnificently. So we need um, your, rec the recommended motion is that, it's at the bottom of the page, page 210. <laughs> All right, I'll make a motion to approve the release of the draft comprehensive plan for the 63 day comment period as required by the Michigan Planning and Enabling Act. Uh, and instruct the city clerk to distribute copies to Oakland County, City of Southfield, uh, and other various agencies noted in the original uh, letter of intent to plan. Second. Second, is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. Council member Ferguson. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next we have uh, the first reading of sign organ ordinance. I can talk about this one. Um, so this has been long in the works, uh, well over a year. It originally started uh, based on some concerns over backlit uh, signs and, and the excessive illumination. Uh, that's what initially prompted our review and then going through that process, we did make several changes um, based on content based regulation, uh, which we've taken a lot of uh, announcements or directory signs and have have recategorized those as uh, what's called the temporary sign. And then there's there are substantial updates to the temporary sign ordinance uh, provisions, uh, most notably in size and time period that they're allowed to remain. Uh, on the property. So this, this, like I said, this has been well over years. Council has uh, had several looks at this as well as planning commission. Uh, and it's for you before you this evening for a first first reading. So do, so do we make the motion to approve the first reading? How do, how do we do? I don't see a suggested motion for it. Correct. The, the suggested motion would be to, to approve the first reading of the ordinance and, and okay. schedule it for a second reading at a subsequent council meeting. Okay, so I'll make a motion to approve the first reading of the uh, uh, sign ordinance, and that's the sign ordinance that begins on, on page 354, dated May 10th of 2021, uh, and to schedule the second uh, uh, reading of the sign ordinance for our next uh, city council meeting on June 21st. Second. It's moved, has been moved in second. Is there any discussion? You got the benefit of seeing all the various iterations of the sign <laughs> ordinance in the packet. <laughs> yeah. Hearing none, roll call, please. Uh, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. And Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Next. Uh, um, is the encroachment license application for 27680 Lather Boulevard. 
Mayor and council members, if you recall, we discussed this at your May 5th um, study session. And this is the situation where the resident, Mr. Gretsch, um, his driveway is what appears to be a formerly used street, um, San Quentin. And he um, has put personal items there. So there has been a lot of discussion relative to how to appropriately um, have this use um, addressed. So he has agreed to the um, applying for the revocable permanent encroachment license. So we have received that application as well as the fee. And the recommendation is that you move forward with this. Thank you. A motion? Yeah, I'll make a motion. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Ian. Uh, okay, uh, I'll make a motion to approve the revocable permanent encroachment license application from Douglas Gritch for abandoned, abandoned portion of San Quentin Street, which uh, serves as his driveway and instruct the city attorney and administrative staff to uh, proceed as necessary. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's been moved and second. Is there any discussion or further discussion? Hearing none, uh, roll call, please. Roll call. Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carried. Next is the City of Southfield, City of Lathrop Village, the Fire Protection Service contract. So on page 386. Okay, this is one of them that looks like it got out of order. So this is the contract that we have with the City of Southfield for Fire Protection Services. It's a two-year contract and it um, would go from July 1st of this year till June 30th of 23. And it incorporates a 2% increase each year. Thank you. Make a motion to approve the City of Southfield, City of Lathrop Village contract for fire protection services through June 30th, 2023, and authorize the Mayor, City Administrator, and City Clerk to sign the related documents. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Councilmember Ferguson. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Uh, yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. And Council Member Siddiqui. Yes. Motion carried. So next up is the City of Southfield, City of Lathrop Village Agreement for Police and Fire Dispatch Services. But it's just come to my attention that at the very bottom of this particular contract, there is on page 395. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, the clerk. Oh. <laughs> Nothing like uh, recycling old contracts, right? Oh. Yeah, I was wondering about that when I read it last night. About what? Wondering about what? About the clerk's name. 
No. Oh, no, it's the there. mayor's name. <laughs> right, but 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 it wasn't. No, I saw. But the isn't the clerk? Who's no. the clerk? Is she the clerk? Eureka Hawkins is the clerk for Southfield, but I am okay. here for Lathrop, so I just wanted to right get that one. Um, we we recognize you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Who's um, the mayor again? Forgot. Right, exactly that girl. Um, so I introduced it. Um, you might want to make a motion or explain what this is, uh, city administrator. This was for the emergency um, dispatch services and fire um, dispatch services. Again, it's a two-year contract with the city of Southfield, and that also incorporates a two percent increase each year. And we'll make those corrections. <laughs> Thank you. Again. <laughs> so, who would like to make a motion? I'll make a motion, make a motion to, approve. to approve the City of Southfield, City of Lather Village Agreement for Police and Fire Dispatch Services through June 30th, 2023, and authorize the Mayor, City Administrator, and City Clerk to sign the relative documents. Yeah. Um, second. It's been moved and seconded. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. And Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, sorry. The next one is the MDOT Transportation Economic Development Fund Category B grant application for fiscal year 2022 is not in the packet. Um, so did it come up on it's I didn't come up on the screen yet. No, no it's on. I was okay. about to say that it's on the screen. Um, yeah, but you'll you'll be able to find it eventually um, online, correct? Yes, and it was emailed to you as well. No, I, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that the residents knew that it was not in the package. Right. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay, so this is for the Michigan Department of Transportation um, grant, and it's due June 1st, so they didn't give us a lot of time relative to that. And what we're asking for is for their Category B funds and it will be a 50% cost share. And our application is for the San Rosa Boulevard and Wiltshire um, Boulevard that you just heard as recommendations for the street projects for next year um, because they had the water main um, um, construction last year. So what we have is the application that would go to MDOT and should it be approved, um, we would essentially be saving half the cost of those projects. Thank you. It's always good. Thank you. And the suggested motion is to adopt the attached resolution that authorizes the city administrator to act as agent on behalf of the city to request the funds and sign the project agreement. The city commits to providing the 50% match of $226,257 towards the construction project costs and commits to implementing a maintenance program. 
Thank you. Who would like to make the motion? I'll make a motion to adopt the attached <laughs> resolution and authorize the city administrator to act as agent on behalf of the city to, re uh, to request the funds and sign the project agreement. Uh, the city commits to providing a 50% match of $226,257 towards the construction project costs and commits to implementing and making this program. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion, further discussion? What Do you know when that that's uh, uh, granted? Cheryl, when that grant will be granted? I don't have that information with the June deadline. I would think it might be early fall um, to coincide with their the state's budget year. Right. Well, the only reason why I ask is because we've had discussions about trying to pave these these two streets in the fall if we can. Um, so I'm just wondering if we would have the funds in time if, if we do decide to do it in the fall. Well, we're planning on it. It would, it would be a reimbursement most likely anyway. Okay. Okay. So we would just get reimbursed. Okay. Thank you. Okay, next we have the appointment for the oh, we have to, we have to vote on it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Any more discussion? Hearing none. Um, can we have a motion? We do. And a second. Sorry, 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 sorry. Because I was looking at something else, obviously. Roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Siddiqui. Yes. Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. And Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Now next, we have the um, Planning Commission appointment. Um, either Cheryl or Bruce, would you want to introduce this? Um, you can go ahead, Cheryl, if you want to. You probably get the dates in front of you. Well, you have um, two vacancies are one's, one's current and one's upcoming vacancies on the planning commission. Uh, one term would expire on August 31st and presumably the person that's appointed to fill complete that term would also be um, appointed to complete the next term, which would be from September 1 to August 31st of 2024. And then there's a second term that needs to be completed that expires in on August 31st, 2022. Okay, so um, and you have three applications: um, Robin Dillard, Lusa, Terrence Hicks, and Don Medley. So the Miss Thompson's term is going to be. She's leaving at the end of May, or I was trying to. She. This is the May meeting. Is tomorrow's meeting is her last meeting, um, and her term ends in 2022. So this person will step in for July. June. June. Yeah. Through August. Yeah. June through. Well, sorry. The, the current August. opening is from, would be from today to August. And then August again until September and complete a full term. Uh, Ms. Thompson's term, whoever fills Ms. Thompson's term will go from June, June of this year to August of 2022 right and so what we talked about in in session in study session was that terrence hicks would would do um uh thompson's thompson's term and then uh uh robin dillard russo would do the uh term uh vacated by charles 
What's that? Oh. <laughs> I was just trying to provide you some card. You told me you told me and Cheryl to introduce you. So no, 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 no. Um, I was just saying because it didn't look. You know, I don't see the June unless I'm overlooking it. I just didn't right. see it very clearly written out of when they actually start in the mo in the council communication. That's all. Yeah, I'll, I'll when I make the motion, I'll state it. I'll state it a little clearer. Okay, so it is um, as uh, <laughs> already Sorry. said is that the recommendation is Robin Dillard Rousseau and Terrence Hicks to be um, appointed to planning commission. Yeah. Under gone. Yeah. All right. So I, I will make an emo motion to uh, appoint uh, Robert Dill Robin Dillard Rousseau to the planning commission, completing the term ending August 31st, 2021. And for the new term, going from September 1st of 2021 to August 31st of 2024, along with um, Terrence Hicks for uh, the vacancy uh, with the term ending uh, August 31st, 2022. Second. It's been moved in segment. Is there any discussion? I guess just to clarify what, what you were asking, Mayor, is that the um, the two-part term can take immediate effect and the other term would take effect after tomorrow so the as soon as the 20 20th i guess it could start That's exactly thank you i appreciate it that's what i was uh kind of asking yeah i just just say we had three highly qualified candidates and it was tough to decide the the, the two um but um hopefully the third candidate will uh be willing next time we have an opening or for another board Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so we did the motion, we discussed it, and didn't we now we need to do the roll call? Roll call. Council Member Siddiqui? Yes. Council Member Ferguson? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. And Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next up, we have the appointment of represent, uh, representative and alternate to Sakra. To Sakra. I'm going to say more, but that's not correct. Yes, we have um, one seat on the Sakra board, and currently I'm serving, and Susie Steck is the alternate. And they were asking for the new appointments, and um, that has to be done by resolution by the city council. I did not ask Susie if she wanted to remain the alternate. <laughs> so, nonetheless, the recommendation is that I remain the representative for Susie Steck as the alternate for SACRA. Thank you. Motion, please. I'll make a motion to appoint uh, Cheryl Mitchell as our representative to SACRA with uh, Susie Steck as uh, our alternate. Moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Council Member Ferguson? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. And Council Member Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next is the appointment of represent of representative and alternate to Sakwa. 
This is a similar situation, and this is for the Southeast Oakland County Water Authority Board. And the recommendation is again that you appoint me as your representative and Susie Steck as the alternate. I'll make a motion to uh, appoint uh, Cheryl Mitchell as our representative to SACWA with uh, Susan, Susie Steck as our alternate. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member. Yes. And Council Member Ferguson. Yes. Thank you. Next, we have the proclamation for the mental health awareness. Um, have designating May 2021 as Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, city manager, anyone want to explain it, introduce it, or just you're just gonna? Well, this was at the request of the, I think it was the Oakland County Health Network, Community Health Network. And um, they were asking for support of this initiative, especially with the onset of the pandemic. Many people's mental health, especially children, have been impacted. So they're asking that the city of Lathrop Village proclaim the month of May, that would be 2021 if I didn't have a typo, as Mental Health Awareness Month in the city of Lathrop Village and calls upon our citizens, public and private institutions, businesses, and schools to recommit our city and state to increasing awareness and understanding of mental illness and the need for appropriate and accessible ser services for all people with mental illness to promote recovery. Thank you. Um, I've done this long enough, but still have to ask this question. I think we just accept the proclamation, right? Yep. Okay, thank you. Uh, next up is the proclamation for gun violence awareness day, which is June 4th. And this one I think was not in your packet. The proclamation is, is in my packet. I see it. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. This is a proclamation asking that the city council declare the first Friday in June to be the National Gun Violence Awareness Day. And the resolve is that Mayor Garrett and members of the Lathrop Village City Council of the City of Lathrop Village declare the first Friday in June, June 4th, 2021 to be National Gun Violence Awareness Day. I encourage all citizens to support their local communities' efforts to prevent the tragic effects of gun violence and to honor and value human lives. You go into it. Did you say that we're orange also on that? Oh, you're on the next one. I was looking at the different one. And we're orange on June 4th, which will be in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Uh, Next one is a proclamation declaring June 19th, 2021 as Juneteenth Awareness Day. 
Okay. I was trying to pull that one up. Okay. And this one, um, and I, I don't know if everyone is aware, but June 19th has been recognized um, in, across America and many um, communities as the date in which um, African-Americans were, who were enslaved were acknowledged as being free. So many communities have celebrations around Juneteenth and this um, will be your second um, resolution proclamation in support of that. And, but in particular, um, this one says that now, fair, now therefore the mayor Garrett together with mayor pro tem Cantor, mayor council members Ferguson, Siddiqui and Stallings of the city of Latham Village hereby declared the 19th of June, 2021 to be Juneteenth Awareness Day in the city of Latham Village. And be it further resolved that we express our appreciation to the Juneteenth task force for the D and the DDA promotions committee. We encourage all to recognize the historical significance of Juneteenth Day, support the continued celebration of Juneteenth Day to provide an opportunity for all people to learn more about the past to better understand the experiences that have shaped the nation and encourage the people of the city of Lathrop Village to observe Juneteenth Day and participate in the ceremonies, activities, and programs. Thank you. And then um, with this, I know that we are having um, our first celebration um, that Saturday, and we have um, a diversity champion uh, awards. Award. Um, you want to briefly uh, speak about that, Susan? Uh, yeah, sure. We so we are, like you said, we're having uh, just diversity champions uh, recognition. We're going to have um, we have four different categories. Uh, one for uh, residents under the age of twenty one, over the age of twenty one, businesses, and oh. Community organization. Community organization. Thank you. Sorry, that was it's been a day. Um, and so we actually we have applications. Um, we have them uh, on the web, on our social media. We have some that are going to be printed out and um, placed in city hall for anyone that wishes to nominate uh, someone for our to be a diverse art one of our champions. Um, Oops, I'm sorry, just trying to open something else here. Uh, those are due on June 7th. And um, we will be uh, recognizing those, um, those individuals uh, later in the evening towards the end of our program. They're due by Friday, June 4th. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> And next, I need to put in um, uh, motion S, I guess. And I guess we should have did it at the beginning um, to excuse Councilwoman Donna Stallings. Make a motion to excuse uh, Donna Stallings from tonight's meeting. Second. Um, can we do a roll call on that, please? Yes, roll call. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? 
Yes. Council Member Ferguson. We are literally. No. And Council Member Sabine. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, City Administrator, your report. Thank you. It's been an extremely busy couple of weeks. Um, one of the things, there has been some new orders issued from the state relative to um, Corona workplace rules. And the was issued by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and MIOSHA are not quite in total agreement. But relative to City Hall, we are still asking that residents um, who visit City Hall to um, adhere to face covering, wearing face coverings, as well as the social distancing of six feet. And the same thing for staff, if you're in shared space or if you cannot be at least six feet apart from your coworkers. I'll be meeting with um, Scott Ringler and Eagle in regards to the administrative consent order and moving that forward. We just scheduled that today on June 1st. And also we're working with SACWA and the Hubble, Roth and Clark to conduct the water system risk and resilience assessment and emergency response plan overview. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> and um, we'll have at least, um, I'm hoping two summer interns and I'm expecting one application in shortly. The accounting clerk position, which was previously the deputy um, um, treasurer position, it's been restructured to be an accounting clerk, and um, we'll be conducting those interviews shortly. Uh, we have received a number of applications, and we're very pleased to announce that we have two full-time police officers who are sworn in, Eric Buttons, who has served since 2011 as a part-time officer, and we welcome today Nakuma Hudson. Um, he just started. He was previously with the Detroit Police Department and the Detroit Police Academy, and he's very excited to um, be here to serve the residents of Lathrop Village. The DDA has a lot going on. Um, their meeting will be Friday at 12 noon, and um, as part of the Shared Services Agreement, we have they have signed the um, snow removal contract and salting for the sidewalks of City Hall, as well as along those pathways of I-696 service drive and crossovers that aren't associated with specific businesses. And similarly for the grass cutting. So thank you, DDA. And they are also um, a key partner in the Juneteenth Unity in the Community Celebration and the Diversity Champion Recognition that we just talked about, which will be on June 19th from four to eight. And I should mention earlier that day, that Saturday, we will have the art fair. Um, so it'll be a busy day here in Lathrop. It'll be good to have people gathering again for fun stuff. The bond projects, they, they both receive very good um, interest rates, I guess you would say. So relative to the street bonds, there was a reissue because of that favorability. So we will essentially be receiving the 5.7 million, although our payment is based on the principle of 4.7 million, which was shocking to me. And they said it was legal and I wouldn't go to jail. So I'm okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the capital improvement bonds, um, similarly, they um, we will receive the 5.6 million from them. And that's about a $300,000 advantage because of the um, 
the rates. So we will be repaying a principal based on 5.38 million. And there's lots of information available in regards to all of the projects. You can go to um, get general information as well as quick updates. And there is an interactive GIS map so you can see more specifically up-to-date information on what's happening on your street. The water meters, um, we're hoping to finalize the RFPs in the near future. And Pam and I have a meeting with the current vendor for the water meters to talk about the audit of the water system. And that's tomorrow. So I'll let you know what comes of that. Um, the lead and copper is proceeding. And if you recall at the last meeting, we had a resident who questioned some of the language. And so those um, agreements were revised and the revised agreements are coming in now. So I hope to, I plan to get that information off to the um, contractor this week so we can start scheduling those replacements. The planning commission meeting will be tomorrow evening. Um, the agenda includes the um, discount tire situation where they're going to have the, what would you call it, Susie? Closure. They're having a, they're having a special land use approval and uh, site plan approval. For, for an auxiliary storage. Facility. Oh, for auxiliary storage and expanded parking, sorry. Parking, yeah. Right. And they will, um, there was a lot of conversation in regards to the building materials. Um, only the ordinance update, so they will be establishing a study group around that. The cannabis marijuana open house again will be on Wednesday, May 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. That will be on site in the community room. The DDA has been moving forward with the business license renewals, and I think we got about 45 in so far. So that's going very well, and we hope to um, get 100% participation. And the bike route wayfinding, we received some additional information, and if all goes well, they should be on track, even though they started late with having that completed by May 28th. Some of the signage is already in place, and the um, bike stations are scheduled to be delivered um, prior to the deadline. So if nothing goes wrong, we will be on track with getting that completed on time. And we're moving forward with the refresh of our website. So. Um, Hope to see that launch in the near future. That's all I have. Thank you. Um, and next we have reports of boards, commissions, and committees. You skip right over oh. me this time. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not. Oh, I'm so sorry. How so I, I was going to have a harmonica <laughs> concert by a three-year-old, but he's moved on. So <laughs> although the last 15 minutes of practice was all for nothing. Oh, call him back. <laughs> if you hear all the things going on in my house, oh, why not just have a harmonica at this time? <laughs> Do you have anything, though, for us? No, I don't have anything of substance for you. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I, I would have something for the planning commission, but this will this will make you happy, uh, uh, Kelly. Uh, Cheryl stole all my thunder, so. <laughs> You don't have anything I, for any commitments for any- Well, I, I did, sure I took it all. You don't have anything from the planning commission or boards or look no, it up. I, I don't want to let you know yet. Just look at your packet. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl took everything I was going to say, so. Well, I, I can say that uh, Susie probably knows more of the details that relative to the cannabis, that there's going to be opportunities for citizen input 
I don't necessarily know what all of those opportunities look like, um, but we will have questionnaires around for people. I'm still working on those uh, those opportunities. We are going to have comment cards. There's going to be a survey, like an online survey. There will be multiple forms of, of communication and input available. We're still working out those details. Thank you. Um, wow, I, Bruce just totally threw me off. Okay, so is there any unfinished, <laughs> any unfinished or uh, um, new business? Okay, hearing none, and you are very welcome um, in the chat. Yeah, thank you to the Lather Village City Council. I don't know why I took my glasses off so soon. Thank you to the Lather Village City Council for accepting the Wear Orange Gun Violence Awareness Proclamation. You are very welcome. Um, and then actually this opens up to, is there any public comments um, from anyone that is in the audience? If you would like to speak, please raise your hand or yeah, I think it's just raise your hand, correct? Correct. Anyone would like to speak? Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say, I'm Mayor Garrett. I'm going to put my email in the chat in the chat room so that if Miss Susan wants to have a copy of that proclamation, I can send that to her. Thank you. That's awesome. Um. Okay. <laughs> Mayor and council comments, I really don't have any at this time. Anyone else on the call? Uh, I'll just reiterate the fact of what we've been saying. It's just, it's really exciting right now around here. If you're a walker and you walk a driver or biker and walking and moving around the city, just looking at all the new roads, they're, they're moving along fast. Uh, group one, we had the first lift. The second lift is, is coming in a couple days, um, so that, that's going to be done. I mean, the code enforcement is is making a difference on Southfield Road. Um, you know, bit by bit. You know, we've got parking lots that are now being repaved. Uh, the sidewalk program. I walked down Southfield Road uh, today, and there are pink spray painted letters on so many of the sidewalk flags that uh, I've tripped over in the last few years. So that's that's nice. Uh, it, it's just, it's great. Fire hydrants are getting replaced. Gate valves are getting replaced. It's, things are moving and it's it's good to see. I, I, and I, I, I'm excited every day about it. I mean, though yes. I have to figure out new ways to get out of the neighborhood, um, it just allows me to see um, new sites. Um, so I am excited about that. Um, it was something, well, never mind. I'm not going to even say that. I'll just say I'm very excited of all the activity that's uh, going on around here. And I really appreciate uh, all the staff's hard work and, and everything that they do. And um, thank you guys for being on council with me. I'm not going anywhere. Don't, don't fear. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a going away speech. No such luck. Um, if no one else has anything else, then I would welcome, um, and a motion to adjourn, please. Make a motion to adjourn. Second. Thank you guys. You all have a wonderful evening and we will talk soon. Stay safe. You too. Stay safe. Take Bye. care. Bye now.